You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Let's go ahead and get started today. We weren't here yesterday because of a, uh, a pressing okay. engagement that I had to, yeah, because a pressing engagement that I had to, uh, that I had to attend to, but we did replay a, uh, a special broadcast, so we hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, but we are back today, and we do have a lot to discuss today, but before we get started, Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive. Uh, dealing with a very agitated cat, apparently. He's got COVID. the zoomies. Nah, nah, he's just... Typical cat. I well, mean, it happens every day. They, they get the zoomies and want to run around the house. And President Biden and, said that you can now pass COVID to your to your pets. Mm, mm. You can actually, but I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, joining us is a long lost individual, and we are mm. thrilled to have him back. We are surprised just as much by his presence today as all the listeners. As are I am. To be. Yeah, as, as he is too. And uh, GP, you're looking fantastic. It's good to see you. How are you? I want to say healthy and alive. But I think I'm a little bit better than that. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. A few tick bites later, and I'm 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 doing pretty good. How was uh, how was the East Coast? Uh, East. Okay, I don't want to describe Florida as the East Coast. Florida is Florida. We call that Republican Hawaii. Oh, wait, am I? Do you know what? Say do that you know what we call it in the Midwest? I, I, we call no, it I've been in California room. so long. I don't know what I'm allowed to say anymore. Yeah, we call it Heaven's Waiting Room what? in the Midwest. Oh, heaven's waiting room. Yes, yes, yes. But it's weird, though. In Florida, less people are dying of COVID than in California, where we're completely locked down. I don't know what right wing extremists conspiracy theory website you're getting that from, but uh, the numbers are off the charts. It's called I'm being there, called being there. And everyone is (laughs) it is the strangest thing. Nobody wears masks. I I almost I had a I had this moment of anxiety, actually, where I get off the plane and everybody's taking off their masks. Everybody's just like getting this as quickly as they possibly can. And you can tell the people that that was all the people that live there. And then everyone else is kind of looking at them like strangely. And then I'm like, are we allowed to take off our, you know, and I'm like, eh, screw, I'm taking my mask off. I'm, I'm doing as the locals do, you know, whatever. Oh, I got to wear a skirt. Great. Whatever. I don't care. But I take off the mask and going, nobody wears masks. It is not a policy to wear masks. And they've been doing this since like what, last September? I mean, almost a year. And uh, their results are exactly the same as uh, Communoke's California here of absolute lockdowns, mass wearing, closed everything. And the people there are on top of each other. I don't know if any of you have been to Florida lately, but get down into Miami or Orlando, especially if you go to the, like the um, Disneyland or uh, Universal Studios or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Disney World, excuse me. Yes, Disney World. Oh, elbow to elbow people. Mm-hmm. Elbow to elbow. It's like I, I it was shocking to see that many people all together. And we're hurting in line. He had me laughing. The uh, guy was because uh, we're on lines right to get into Universal. And, and it's just hot, thousands and thousands and thousands of people just lined up side by side, all in a herd. And the guy's all, you know, so uh, one guy's all. And we remember to respect social distancing. And he started chuckling. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's either part of the routine, you know, just to break up the monotony of the line. But it was I was dying. It was it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, so Florida is completely open. People are elbow to elbow. And I told people back here in California and they said, first thing, one of the guys, this is the, this is the pro, the government doesn't lie to you kind of guy. And because as long as it's a Democrat, it's OK. Don't worry. I know enough Republicans the same way. But he's like, that's impossible. If people were elbow to elbow, they would all be dead. You're such a liar. Prepared about, for this situation. But what about like the prepared for this? I took hundreds of photos of everybody elbow to elbow and presented them to him. And he goes, well, that's not good. Um well, we're going to see what happens. They've, got all, games they've been Dodger doing this Stadium. for a year. <laughs> yeah, but they got games at Dodger Stadium going on. Mm-hmm. So well, are now. they? Are, now. Yeah. Now. But, I mean, now. aren't they? Are, are they like uh, uh, oblivious to what's going on in like Dodger Stadium or Giant Stadium or Anaheim or, or any of these sports games this summer? You have to understand the 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 power of the brainwashing techniques that these media companies have over people, whether it's. CNN or Fox News or whatever you're watching, if you're locked into a place and that's all you watch day in and day out, it's going to change how you think and how you perceive the world around you. And it's it's a detriment. You need to get out there and find the facts yourselves. I'll tell you how crazy it is. You know, um, who's the one guy? Uh, Tucker Carlson. You, you ever watch him? You oh, yeah. Watch Tucker Carlson? Well, I don't watch his okay. show, but I catch his uh, his opening monologue and stuff from time to time because it, it gets okay. posted. So we just we just watch it. I mean, we we okay. watch well, we watch the stuff from CNN and all kinds of stuff just because of what we do here. So we have to watch all that stuff anyway. So he's the enemy of the state here in California. Yes, I know. And he's and here's what they said. Tucker Carlson makes a statement I, that I had to watch enough of this to to verify. He always says, please look up the information yourselves. Don't trust me. Don't trust the government. Don't trust media. Please look up this information yourself. And he says this a lot. He doesn't say it on every show, but he says it a lot. Enough that I was able to get just three or four um, pieces before I was like, okay, he does say it enough. They said, look, Tucker Carlson is trying to tell you, you can't trust him and you can't trust the Republican Party. I mean, that's how twisted they become. He's saying that it does, I don't care who you are. Just look up the information yourself. But they're using his own words against him. You know, I, I to- once I once heard a a, a classical liberal type uh, mm-hmm. explain this on another podcast, and they said that they, in their experience, they found pretty much what you're talking about. It is those that tell you what to think are typically in the media. They're typically the ones that are lying to you. The ones that are not lying to you are the ones that tell you to think for yourself and go verify the information. Those are the ones that are are more trustworthy than the ones that are telling you what to think. What GP is describing here is cognitive dissonance. Yes. Uh, that's literally what's going on. It's, they're, they're believing one thing. They're believing Florida is going to kill you because you're shoulder to shoulder. But then when you do it in your own state, it's fine. And at a Democratic Party. And I'm like, if this virus was so deadly, why are the politicians taking their masks off? Why aren't they wearing positive environmental suits? In a a virology lab, you wear a positive environmental suit because the virus is going to kill you in some cases. But yet they as soon as they get off air, that mask comes off. They're elbow to elbow. They're all talking, hanging out with each other, laughing and joking. We saw 
And you saw, show people these videos of Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's got hundreds of them. Oh, my oh God, yeah. Geez. Yeah, we yeah we saw a video the other day. John Kerry got caught in an airport, no mask on, because he didn't think any mm-hmm. cameras were on it. Mm-hmm. Somebody just had, you know, their phone. It was They were, like, holding it up underneath their arm or something. Mm-hmm. You could see him walking through. Dianne Feinstein's been caught without him uh, in private terminals. The French government, the... German government have all been caught. The Canadian government, I saw something out of the Canadian government. It was in Montreal, uh, Quebec the other day. And it was the government of the province up there. They didn't realize that they were live. It was, you know, it was a whole bunch of them. They didn't realize that they were live. And you hear someone say, I mean, it was in French and uh, I mean, I don't don't speak any French. I speak a few words of it. That's about it. But you could hear them say, "Uh, we're live. We're live and they all scramble to get their masks on. <laughs> it was too late. So, yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's it's the hypocrisy of it all. Pierce Morgan. Right. You know, who Pierce Morgan is right. Yes. Yeah. yeah Pierce Morgan canceled. put out a tweet the other day was talking about how uh, uh, how awful it was. As a matter of fact, let me just let me, let me pull the tweet uh, because this was this was too good. He was tweeting about how the uh, because the UK has like their freedom thing coming up or whatever it is on the 19th. So six days from now. And he and other people are now spinning it up, talking about uh, how irresponsible it is that they're going to reopen things. And uh, here's his tweet. OK, here's his tweet. He says, so to, I'm, I'm reading from his tweet. This is his account. He says, so to summarize, we're stem, we're steaming ahead to covid freedom on July 19th as cases and hospitalizations are accelerating again and just one third of us have been fully vaccinated. Boris Johnson is taking yet another massive gamble in this pandemic, and none of his other gambles work. OK, Pierce Morgan said this just the other day. You know, the Euro 2020 soccer finals were just happening, right? And England was mm-hmm. in the final game. OK, the quarterfinals or excuse me, the semifinals. This is Piers Morgan right after he put that tweet out. Oh, my God. How irresponsible. Uh, you know what? Uh-huh. You don't you don't understand. You don't understand. He's fine. He doesn't count because he's part of the mind hive. Right. Right. And they're immune. Right. Sure. And you have various other examples, the royal family as well. Dr. Hillary Jones in the UK, who's on Good Morning Britain almost every other day. One of those celebrity doctors, he's like Dr. Oz or or one of those things like we have in the US. And he's talking about how, no, it's so irresponsible. We can't do this. Yet he's watching the tennis matches. No social distancing, no masks, no nothing. It's fine. Wasn't today or yesterday their reevaluation of uh, Freedom Day? They were going to evaluate to see if they still were going to open. I think so. Uh, it was the 13th, I think, or it was, yeah, whatever. They're, they're going to reevaluate. But they did yeah, release I'm a statement. I'm not seeing any math. Yeah, I, I know. That's that's funny, isn't it? It's, you know, he's at the. In he's, any of these he's photos, the one in the I'm blue. not seeing anybody with masks. Yeah, he's the one in the yeah, blue, if you're, if you're wondering. Oh. Stalin? What? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he kind of looked like. They Putin. did. Yeah, yeah, they did reevaluate. Uh, they, they did do the reevaluation and they did put out the. Um, uh, their statement. And it's mm-hmm. this has been confirmed. The UK's return to freedom will see continued use of masks, government tracking and introduction of the vac- of the vaccine passports. And as of just a few minutes ago, actually, the UK MPs have just voted 319 to 246 in favor of mandatory vaccines for all care home workers. You know, the French have also put this out uh, just yesterday. I think uh, Emmanuel Macron have said that uh, they are going to mandate all healthcare workers 
all care home workers, all social workers will have to take mandatory COVID vaccines. Now, first and foremost, let's look at this. This is not authorized by the FDA or the European counterparts. It's not authorized. This is under emergency use authorization. That's the first thing. The second thing, this violates openly the Nuremberg Code. They've just torn up every single bit of medical decision making from the person, from the patient since World War II. All of that's now thrown out the window. So we're no longer going to follow that because of some quack science that we're following now. But I'll tell you what the problem is. And this is the problem we spoke on just the other day. Less than half, less than half of healthcare workers in France, less than half of healthcare workers in the UK. And I bet you'll find the same numbers in Germany and the same numbers in the US. Less than half of care workers are actually taking it, less than half of them. I think those are the numbers. I think that's the reason you're starting to see this. You've got the head of the World Health Organization, Tedros or whatever his name is, said that the fact that healthcare workers aren't taking it is abhorrent. And now all of a sudden, governments are now mandating it that you've got to take it. I'll tell you what's going to happen. This is purely speculation. This is just my opinion. Under the Great Reset, your healthcare systems have to be destroyed. All that has to go away. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum say exactly that. Oh, no, we're not going to have those hospitals. We're not going to have those pesky things. We'll have these uh, 3D printed machines in your homes that you won't own because you're going to be happy about it. They need to destroy the medical system. Not enough people are taking this experimental jab. So what they're doing, and if the research is correct, all the doctors that have been censored and all the scientists that have been censored that have been speaking out about it, like Dr. Mike Yaden and others, if the research that we've been looking at is correct... The ones that come in contact with the coronavirus, once their systems are then challenged by that, they suffer a fatal outcome. As we start trending back down into the cold and flu season, you're going to have a culmination here of several things. You're going to have the people that have been double vaccinated, the sheep. You're going to have them. You're going to have the ones that are forced to take it that you're going to see a backlash from. They're going to either strike or they're going to quit. The military have said that they will quit if it's mandated in the U.S. They'll walk. They'll desert. They'll go AWOL. They don't care. They'll leave. But if you have the police, EMS workers, fire departments, hospitals, care workers, social workers, if they all refuse and then we trend back down into the cold and flu season and those that have been double vaccinated come in contact with another covid virus, what do you think is going to happen? We already see what's happening with the new viruses that's killing people, even if you're vaccinated. So this, uh, I don't know, I need to get more information. I've been trying to get if you guys could never if. Anybody out there has information on the actual variations of these new viruses or if it's the ineffective or the uh, the vaccine being completely ineffective and these are it's actually the same virus and it's just they're using this as an excuse. Can somebody send me some info or if anybody's got any information on that? Yes. And by the way, uh, to send that information, if you do have it, uh, we do have a new email address that I will give all of you access to today. uh, And that is the following. And I will list it again at the end uh, and I will start listing it every day. It's dynamic podcast at protonmail.com. So anybody who wants to uh, send us an email, send us a tip. Uh, send us suggestions, any kind of feedback, drop it at that email address, and we will be sure and pick it up. No attachments, please. Be greatly appreciated. It would be greatly appreciated. However, no attachments unless you explain specifically what the attachment is, uh, because we will not open them. Uh, if this is a PDF document, like a research paper or something that you want to send GP to back up those types of things, especially he likes research papers. He deals in peer-reviewed research papers. <laughs> he likes all that stuff. So uh, if you want to send him one of those, again, that's dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. So you can send that over there. GP, when you talk about different viruses, do you mean that people, it, it, and I'm just asking here, 
because I I haven't heard it phrased like this before. You're talking about people that come in contact with a different. You're talking about a completely different virus, uh, a mutation of the current one. What, what are you talking about? Current news. See, this is the difficulty of getting is getting access to real information. Is the news is like, and this came from Doctor Blah Blah Blah, and in this virus, the Delta virus, the Lambda virus, the you know Epsilon virus, the you know whatever the whatever virus they're coming up with. It's saying that, and you try and look up that doctor's information or the researcher's information, you're not finding him or her. And that's yeah. the problem I'm having. I would like to see the paper. I would enjoy having, you know, I used to say the feel of the documents in my hands, but I, now I do everything online. But, you know, and read everything PDF. I'd like to do that. I like to see it and see how they got there, you know, in their process. And I like to see, you know, if they have any, but no, we don't get it. They just say, this is it. And this is how it is. And you're done. Might, might I recommend while you're reading your PDF, just take you some printer paper and play with it while you're reading. Maybe that would. Do you know how many trees give up their lives? You did that on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> you're, you're, I know. He's <laughs> I like, he's like, he's, he's getting my sensibilities because he knows how I feel about all that. <laughs> you know what? I've Okay. I can now say I am not a liberal because they've, def, they've redefined the term what a liberal is. It's a new word. And you cannot say that because a liberal today is not, it's, it's, re, it's the language evolves. So you can't say, you know, you're like, this isn't this. That's not true, because now that the language has evolved, that's what it is. I'm not a liberal. I can say that now. The problem is, is drives me crazy. Yeah, the problem is, well, it's liberals. Yeah, but liberals have never even really been liberals. That's the other problem. See, if you go back, if you go back, I mean, this is this is history. If you go back. And you look at mm -hmm. Vladimir Lenin, right? Led the Bolshevik mm -hmm. Revolution, which wasn't even actually a revolution if you read about it. Uh, if you look at mm -hmm. that, what did he call liberals back then? He called them liberal blockheads because they wouldn't budge on anything. They are traditionally rooted in culture, in structure, in law and order, in society, in, in community building, in freedom, genuine freedom, and free markets, and everything that goes with it. They're genuinely rooted in that. And they won't budge on it. So the communists and the Marxists figured out back in the 50s when they wanted to promote this agenda to the United States, they figured out uh, there's no way we're going to be able to budge when it comes to these, uh, these liberal blockheads. There's no way we're going to be able to do it. So they just took over the term. And once they took over the term, they then they can just reshape it to whatever they need. So liberals aren't even liberals in modern terms. They're, they're not. So you're, you're talking about what a liberal actually is these days. They weren't what you're describing to begin with, because in our lifetimes, the term's been taken over and reshaped. Mm, liberal means to be free. <laughs> there is no absolutely no freedom in today's liberalism. <laughs> no, it's authoritarianism. It, that's what it is. Authoritarian, absolutely. And it's like I, I can't I can't identify with being a liberal. I mean, if you want to really go down that road, yeah, I could go along with being a classical liberal, sure. But I can't be because no one understands that. So I have to put uh, an independent conservative label on myself because of that. Because we're in the you know the labels of political affiliation and all the rest of it. So I mean, I, I, I see all sides of things though. That's the thing. I understand all all sides, and and I can talk about different ideas. I like going to war essentially in the in the marketplace of ideas. But at the end of the argument, though we may I, disagree. Go ahead. We have a scorecard whether oh, you do no. good in society or bad. <laughs> Why don't we so we can know if we're doing good? And each person is responsible for their own actions. Uh huh. 
this is the way they're going to sell this and it's going to work. Oh, I know. They're going to sell it because like that. Yeah, sure. you want you want we're not we're going to eliminate all political parties because we want each individual to be responsible for their own actions. So in order for this to happen, we're all going to get a scoring card <laughs> and it's going to be and on your phone scoring card and it will be on your it'll be on your phone. Absolutely. It's going to be an app. OK, this is interesting because it, you're, you're talking about that. And China already employs this. I mean, we, we've talked about social credit here before. China's already employed this. And every day in China, if you're a Chinese citizen, every day in China, when they wake up to the social credit system, there's an app on your phone. You have to go through a government survey. And your score is based on largely what's in that survey that you take every day. Well, the Democrat, some Democrat groups in the U.S. are actually going to go a little bit further with this. It's not going to be as simple as putting an app on your phone. They're going to go another way with it because I don't think that they can make any headway too much with the tech companies without making themselves, uh, well, actually without you know putting themselves out of business. The tech companies have gone as far as they can to a point where we're at right now. They've gone as far as they can at the moment, as far as like censoring people and, and doing things one-sided and, and all the rest of it. They've they've gone as far as they can for now. For now, they can't push any further just yet. But some Democrat groups are actually going another way with it when you talk about this kind of stuff. They're looking at doing fact checks on private text messages. That operates independently outside of the tech companies. They're going straight to the telecom companies. Now, let's look at the telecom companies. They have more sway with the telecom companies simply because of the FCC and campaign contributions. Now that they've got those things in pocket, it's a lot easier to go after the telecom companies. But this, this still falls under the Fourth Amendment, in my opinion. Now, I know that that's out the window these days, but this still falls under the Fourth Amendment. You need a warrant to look at text messages. I know because I've tried to pull them before. And guess what? The telecom companies have said, I'm happy to give you all this stuff, but you need a warrant. Get a warrant from a judge related to your case, and we're more than happy to help you out. We'll provide all that information. Okay, I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. If you have probable cause... You're building a case and you need a warrant to get information on uh, Joe Schmo over here, who's part of an organized crime group or whatever. And you have reason to believe uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt and all the rest of it that uh, this is part of your case and you need to look at those text messages. OK, and you can prove to a judge that that's what it's for. And the judge signs off on it. You're typing. You get the warrant. You go back to the telecom company. Here's my warrant. Give me the text messages. And it's that simple. It's that simple. This is something else. This is completely different. They want the authority to just go in and pull that stuff at random whenever they want. They want this to go after their political opposition to guard against, again, like what we have the people from the cap or the January 6th Capitol Hill stuff. We've got them in jail on trumped up charges, no pun intended, being held without trial in solitary confinement up to 23 hours a day. This is what they want that for. They're guarding against the counter revolution. See, when you go out, when you're a criminal group and you outright steal a nation, forget the election, they stole a country. When you outright steal a country, you don't have any choice. From their perspective, you don't have any choice. You have to do what they're doing. Groups allied with the Biden administration are planning on working directly with cell phone network providers to fact check private SMS messages if they contain, here you go, GP, misinformation about vaccines. Yes. They're, look, they're looking at making it like a, a, um, a felony. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, what, you imagine what, but being what about in prison... This? 
Next to seven murderers. Well, actually, murderers are all being released. So yes. you're you're in prison with the Trump supporters because that's the only people that'll be in jail. And um, oh, what are you in for? Oh, I had a tourniquet. I had a tourniquet. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> they sold. Yeah, they took my Legos. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. They they arrested this guy. From January 6th, they arrested this guy, the FBI. They arrested this guy. Now, listen to this. How they identified him, GP, are you ready for this? He had a black tourniquet. He had a neck gaiter. And I know this last one here, this is going to shock you. He had a Lego set of the Capitol building. Okay. So we need to get out there because there's a lot of five-year-olds that need to be picked up. A neck gaiter. A neck gaiter a and, a, and a black tourniquet. A black tourniquet and a, uh, a, a Capitol building Lego set. Yes. Okay. But why was he arrested? Because he was at the Capitol grounds on January 6th. At the ground? Yes. Well, he was at least in D.C. He was at least in D.C. I haven't heard for sure whether or not he was at the Capitol building. All right. Anyway, we're we're getting assuming he was. We're getting off point here. We're getting off. That's my fault. That's my fault. But yes, Biden, Biden allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee, are also planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. The goal is to ensure that people who may have difficulty getting a vaccination because of issues like transportation see those barriers lessened or removed entirely. Uh, Uber's offering free rides to anybody that wants to go get it. The problem is, is they're not getting any bookings for that. I think the numbers have hit a wall. That's why they're they're coming out now. They're doubling down on everything. Okay, here's yeah, but- something controversial. Why? Okay, if if there was a of um, let's say you know I, I why don't they just let the people that don't want to get a vaccine just die off? Is if that's what? Because it's not about they want to do anyway. It's not about that. No, no. What I'm saying is why why wouldn't if a person's like, well, if you don't want to get the vaccine, you're just going to die. Oh well. Okay, great. Okay, and then they die. But you're yeah. you're putting other people at risk. Because How are you putting anybody else at risk if they are vaccinated? Because the vaccines don't work. I mean, because the vaccines. But then why are you, you getting a vaccine? Just as many people in the. I, I'm. I'm. I agree with you. The, the, I know, the thing, but I, I'm, the, I'm. I know. I'm. I'm using. Trying to argue it to, to someone. To the, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, 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 okay. Why do you care if I get a vaccine or not? Because if I die from this virus, what's the big deal? Well, because you can give it to somebody else. Well, somebody if they got vaccinated, then they don't have to worry, right? Well, no, because you can get the virus. Then why do you get a vaccine? Why? Why are you going to get a vaccine if you're going to die from the virus? I'm not saying don't get it, get it, whatever it may be. There are definitely, if you get a 15% advantage of not having terminal symptoms, or I mean a, a terminal case with the virus, and you're in that age category, by all means, if you feel that that's safest for you, great. Yeah. And if you don't, do your own research. Great. Do your own research. By all means, please. Do the research. If you have something, if you're in an age category where you're likely, whether it's the flu or a cold, to kill you, and you've got gives something gives you an extra fifteen percent chance at a better, you know, at surviving, would you take it? You know, even though it's only fifteen percent. But I think that the the mere fact that they're doubling down like this and they're saying, "Oh no, 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 you you have to do this now." The the mere fact that they're doing that right there just shows that I don't believe these people already. I believe them. Even less. I mean, I, I don't even I don't even care what they have to say anymore. I, I just want them gone. That's it. I, I just want them out under arrest, whatever. I, I just want them out. I don't care what they have to say. You're not you're not going to start forcibly injecting people. But but at the same time, if they do start doing that, that right there is going to give them exactly what they want. They're out of options, in my opinion. People are going to start succumbing I, to I, this. 
and they're going to look really stupid. So they need to they need to move and they need to move fast before we start trending back down into cold weather. Oh, I heard a joke about the vaccine as a joke. <laughs> We're no nonsense. GP, with you know. all this other stuff. <laughs> oh, you're not nonsense. Well, here's a joke. Ready? But it's out the window this when you're on. I forgot just, to. This person, yeah. I know it's out the window. Please, by all means, make it out the window because life is too short. Don't please laugh at everything, whether it's serious or not. This person was making a joke about how, you know, how all those, the government's releasing all the videos of the UFOs. Yep. You guys know that? You guys see yep. this? Yeah, all these yeah. UFOs. The reason we need to get vaccinated is because we're feed animals. And all feed animals need to be vaccinated. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dying. I was like, to serve man. Oh, you I'll know, be right back. Hold you, on. You, Hold on. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah Amazon's at his you, door. Before we get away from it too far, the SMS stuff, mm -hmm. how many people that are millennials or younger, when was the last time you sent an SMS? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I mean, I sent an SMS, it's like a few months ago, I think. Every day? No, I, was like, no, I, I don't text. I mean, is, we we yeah, communicate differently, though. We, we communicate differently on like social media things, so messaging apps, things like that. But maybe, no, it can't be. It can't be. I was going to say maybe they're looking at something like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp, but that's that's not an SMS carrier. So that, that's that not an work. SMS. Yeah. SMS is specifically going through yeah, Verizon, AT&T. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the phone companies. So if you're using, for example, if you're using... Um, Telegram, since, you know, we talk about it here. Uh, if you're using Telegram, that's not an SMS message. Same thing it's a text message. Signal. Yeah, same thing with Signal. Yeah. However, however, you can, though, for example, like through uh, through Signal, right? Because I, I, I use Signal as well uh, to uh, to talk to some old friends from back in Ohio. But um, we're, we're in a group chat over there. But the the thing with Signal is you can integrate it with SMS. They give you that option, or you can just use it as a standalone app. I, I use it as a standalone app because I don't have anything you know, uh, tied to SMS. I don't want anything tied with SMS. Maybe that's the route they're going to try and get into you know, the merger like that. I, I don't know. But GP, you said something there about we have to get vaccinated because we're feed animals for aliens. Yeah, it was a joke. It was a joke. I oh, it was a joke. The, the joke. Oh, um, I know that you're joke. looking. Yeah, I know that you're looking at Florida and all, and you just spent some time mm. down there. And there was a hurricane that just went through there. Um, yes. The, yeah, the governor of the state of Louisiana, along with the director mm -hmm. of FEMA, put a public service announcement out. We played this last week, but since you're here, I want to play it for you because you're going to be spending more time in a, well, it's a hurricane strike zone, really. And so in order for you to mm -hmm. be prepared for these hurricanes, you need to do the following. So take a listen to this. Hurricane season is here and the time to prepare is now. In Louisiana, we know what hurricanes can do to our communities and the importance of having an emergency plan and taking the steps to ready yourselves, your family, and your community. Right. You can take simple steps to prepare for hurricanes, including getting a COVID-19 vaccine yeah. and building a ready kit with items and documents you need in case you need to evacuate. The best way to keep your family, your pets, and your neighbors safe is to have a plan. Visit ready.gov to begin planning today. So, GP, when you prepare yourself for a hurricane in where you're going to be, you need to make sure that you have a COVID-19 vaccine to prepare yourself for a hurricane. Mm -hmm. Right. In case a dolphin flies in and I accidentally infect a dolphin and it goes back to the ocean <laughs> and that's the other dolphins. Who knew COVID-19 vaccines know. protect you against hurricanes? Uh, you know? Yeah. It also makes you smarter. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Do this. Okay. If you get the vaccine, great. 
If you, if that's that's your dynamic, that's but it's the fantastic. But it's the no no no. It's the propaganda around it is is what's bad. I'm gonna play this, but the listener's not going to understand it because it's just music. This is put out by the United Nations. Okay, this is their pitch now to get a COVID nineteen vaccine. Take a look at this GP. Just not the rich. Yeah, not just the rich. They're they're making like they're they're doing the uh, the one percent ninety nine percent argument here. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I see that. Except it's like, the, well, if they can have it, oh my God, they've got it. I got to have it too. Yeah, I hate that. Don't make it a luxury. Don't don't make it a luxury. This is not science, is my point. Is I, I know that we're telling people, make your own informed decision, but look at all of this propaganda Please. around it. You know how difficult it is to make an informed decision to the average person out there when you have all of this propaganda surrounding this? Example, I'm still seeing people driving around with a mask on in their car by themselves. I'm still seeing that. Largely, it's a rare occasion these days, but I'm still seeing it. There is not a mask order for the gym that I go to, but yet there's a COVID-19 testing center as you're walking in the door. As I'm leaving today, no masks around, as I'm leaving today, there's four people sitting at the testing center who've probably been double vaccinated, by the way. It was two skinny jeans wearing kids with $1,000 iPhones and two older people all socially distanced talking to each other through masks. We're over a year into this now. If you're to that level and we're a year into this, then I'm not sure that there is a way of making an informed decision, to be fair. Why aren't we all dead? That's a good question. We're a year into this and there's not a section on this planet that has not had an infection. And if this is that infectious, why isn't everybody infected? Do you know how many exposures I have? A lot. Over in, 150 direct exposures. I was going to say, in your direct, line, yeah. Positive, positive people that were currently infected, over 150. Because those are the, the, the I test by, by, by the tests I do. But I still don't have antibodies. Interesting. Do you have uh, T-cell immunity due to your heritage? We can't. Ancestry? We're not allowed to discuss that because that's experimental science. Even though it's uh, fact and everything oh, else. But we're dealing experimental with experimental science, science with uh, with. No, jab. that's not experimental science. <laughs> no, that's not experimental science. That is that is legitimate. Ex- do do it. Do it uh, straight work. <laughs> I, I can't. I just just killing me. The listener, you can't see the look on his face. I can. <laughs> I try to to do a straight face for this. And I just I can't. I do not have that capacity. OK, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this. I should drive my colleagues crazy as I was laughing during research. Right. <laughs> let, let, let's that. talk about this for a minute. No, let's talk about this for a minute. So mandating all this talk of like mandates now being uh, someone around this stuff all the time and, and being in the research area and stuff and all the research you've done around this and papers and, and everything you've written on this. Where do you stand on like this mandate that they're now talking about and talk and pushing in the mainstream media and all the rest of it? Then uh, where do I stand as in do I enjoy my freedoms being taken away? No. <laughs> but do I stand as in they want to change the government into something new? I think they're doing a great job. I think they're doing a fantastic job streamlining us into the new government age. Or there's a new, we're going to have something new. And it's going to happen. They're just making it happen faster. We, we've well, passed that point of no return. Everybody that thinks, oh, we're going to get back to, no, we're done. We're past that. Now we I have agree. to work with it. Now yeah, you I, have I to evolve and advance and figure out how you're going to work in this new society. Well, it's a realignment. It's like the internet. 
it's a realignment that's realignment, happening for yeah. sure. It's it's a it reorganization. Is. However, the fight is still on to see which way that's going to go. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, no, it, it's over. It is. No, it's not over. No, it's not over. It might be over name in Los Angeles. That's not a, name, name, a, name, name a superpower that's not that's not pro all of this crap. That's my point is exactly that right there. What you just said. Name a superpower that's not part of this. That's not for all this stuff. The populist movement. I could name three countries that are. I could name three countries that that were against it, but mm. they're all. But the presidents that were against it, they're all dead now. They got new four. ones though that are for it. Four. Now it's four. Actually, five. Four if you count Haiti. I know Haiti was three. No, Haiti was five. Haiti was three. Let's fight. Let's do it. <laughs> give me the name. Give me okay. names. But yeah, give me a name. Let's <laughs> let's get before we get off topic here. No, before we get off topic here. You, you've got Fauci mm. and others saying that, oh, yeah, well, mm. uh, you're going to have to be vaccinated in uh, if you're a school student, you're going to have to be vaccinated. Universities are saying you can't come back unless you're jabbed. California is going another way entirely. The CDC says their guidelines, their updated guidelines say, oh, no, uh, you don't have to worry about masks in school. But California today, their state legislature has said we reserve the right to expel K through 12 students who don't wear a mask, regardless of the CDC guidelines. We're going to keep it. The mandates. I got Fauci here on CNN with Jake Tapper on mandates. This is what he's saying now. Take a listen to this. Do you think it's generally a good idea for businesses or schools to require vaccination? Right. I have been of this opinion and I remain of that opinion that I do believe at the local level, Jake, there should be more mandates. There really should be. We're talking about life and death situation. I agree we're talking about a life and death situation, just not the life and death situation that he's referring to. How many children have died from COVID? It's literally like one in a million is is the case. Uh, the case it's, now. it's less than car accidents right now. Yeah, yeah. We need to ban cars. The argument, though, is is not uh, focused around what the real issue is when it comes to kids. The real issue is, when it comes to kids, is they're committing suicide in record numbers. They're not dying from mm -hmm. COVID. That's they're true. dying from, from everything else. Just like what's happening in the adult population. The anxiety, the depression, but the I'm despair. But I'm not, opposed, I'm not opposed to the mass mandate, so I'm not opposed to the idea of a mass mandate. When they were saying a mass mandate, I'm not opposed to that. He's not talking about it a will stop the spread. I know, but when it was the we had referred earlier about mass mandates. Oh, California, yeah. mass mandates, but the masks and, don't work, you know, and, the, and and the injections. The masks do work in certain things. It will reduce the amount of flus. It does reduce even whether it's a ten percent, thirty percent, fifty percent, eight percent reduction. It's still a reduction. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. There's a lot of things going around. You know, we like we have uh, like we've had a reduction in our terminal tuberculosis. We have antibiotic resistant tuberculosis that's running all over California. And we're seeing for the first time a reduction in it. What about the increases in like. Uh, but we're seeing an increase in a whole lot of other crap. But it's like, the other. Um, but but uh, we ran into this. Strap. Yeah, but we ran into this problem last year and this year with flu count. They're just not counting it. So is it the fact that they're not counting it or is it a, or is it that these things that you're speaking of are actually having an effect? Which one is it? I think it's the former as opposed to the latter. Well, the tuberculosis the is easy because we just continue. The, with right. our, this is we're constantly testing. That's 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 something that's outside of flu season right. because it's a regular right. thing. We right. go into different communities and we're testing for tuberculosis. And anybody that's been exposed to this antibiotic-resistant tuberculosis, they all get tested. And, you know, and how many people are affected at this point. But it could also be, it may not just be attributed to the mass. It also could be attributed to the social distancing and also the mass amounts of isolation. That people are isolated from each other. When was the last time you went to a big party? <laughs> you know, 
When was the last time people are doing all this, you know, the social gather? I mean, people are doing it more and more now, but weeks ago. Yeah, I, I don't have any data for Florida. I would I'll get with the community in Florida and see how they're doing, because I know they have it over there, too. But I'm not there yet. And I'm a hands on kind of person. I don't like uh, I don't like tele information as much as I like firsthand because the news lies. The news lies. <laughs> Even people's no. papers lie. I've read some papers and I'm like, dude, come on. You can't, you can't, you can't be trying to pull this one off. <laughs> this isn't even, there's not even a scientific method that a five-year-old could figure that one out. So yeah, but whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I digress. No, you're, uh, you're, you're good. Uh, what else you guys got? Anything? Uh, I could use some Gucci bread. You could use some Gucci bread. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about California. Let's talk about California. Oh, dear God. I have oh, seen God. some, dare I say, the, uh, well, the crime wave that's uh, that's hitting out there. And it's, it's no, quite something. It's not a crime wave anymore. We've, we've, we've lowered crime in California. I noticed. Yeah, you've lowered. Crime is lowered. Yeah, it's lowered because you've basically decriminalized crime. The yes. city of that San works. Francisco. Yeah, the city of San Francisco, for example, <laughs> there was a, I saw a video of this the other day. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it real quick. Uh all right. So some of the other things. OK, so I, I saw a video the other day of uh, a group of individuals, shall we say, uh, they walked into a Lehman Marcus in San Francisco mm -hmm. and you see them running out. I mean, hooded up, black balclava, all the rest of it, kind of like Antifa. But you see them running out arms, arm loads of like handbags and you know expensive handbags, shoes, dresses, hats, all the rest of it, just running out the door and tearing off down the street. No one does anything. Store security can't do anything. Hell, they're just standing there watching them because now it's not a felony unless it's above, is it $950 or it's not theft? 950, 950, 950. It's a, uh, it's a ticket. It's a citation. It's a citation. You see what happens under $950 in California. You can't, uh, police are not involved. If it's under 950, there's no police involvement. You can't call the police on it. Walgreens is another example. Uh, there's been a, a chain of Walgreens. They're talking about pulling out completely now from places really? in yeah from uh, San Francisco places it well all around the bay area really places in Los Angeles all the boroughs of Los Angeles Anaheim Oakland uh, all the rest of it they're talking about I pulling know out seven completely. of them have left i know seven of them have left and that most of them have reduced their hours their criminal you know the hours that criminals like to come in and mm -hmm. and you know it's nighttime basically so well, basically no, actually, they're only open during the day I'm seeing things during the day where I, I saw a video oh, yes. last week. That's happening. Yeah, this this guy comes in and he takes a trash bag, you know, one of those big 55 gallon mm -hmm. black trash bags, those construction mm -hmm. bags. He takes one of those over to the cosmetic section and is just arm loading everything into the bag, all of it. Mm -hmm. And he, he he rode his bike in there, for God's sake. He puts a, I put the video up. You saw it, Bruce, where the guy mm -hmm. puts the bag full bag up on his handlebars at the, the store security and some employees are just sitting there watching him do it, filming him. And he just rides his bike right out the front door. There's nothing they can do. Or he's in shock. He's it's, this is this is an everyday event here. That's like it's like saying and then somebody was walking down the street and then you ended your story. It's it's the, that's so you're numb every it. day here. You're numb to it. I'm right. numb. I'm absolutely numb. Everybody's numb here to it. Everybody is numb here to it. This is every day in every city, everywhere you go in California. It's not just California. I can't now. Now I can't even go a half mile without a homeless camp. I used to be able to go a mile before I saw one. I can't even go a half mile from my house with barely even started my my run. And I'm in a homeless camp. We have poop cleanups in my city now. Mine. They actually clean it. Yeah, they actually clean it. We're, we have a pretty good crew here. 
We actually have a one. I we had a big problem with the uh, RVs. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with the RV camp thing where the homeless people take these beat up old RVs and they park them on the street and they live in them. It's a big okay, thing I've, here. I've so heard you, that. You, but you got these those RVs. Are the safe, it's not a tent. But those are the safe lot people, right? Or is that something n- different? <laughs> It's something different. These are people who just find an RV, an old oh, abandoned okay. RV or whatever, or steal it or whatever it may be. Or some of them purchase them. You know, some of them have them, whatever. They park them on a street and there's like 40 of them or 50 of them will be in a line. Right. Well, our city council person, because California passed a law, you cannot move a homeless person. Right. Unless you have a place to take to send them. Right. Monica, she is she is she's the bomb. She goes, all right, I'm passing a law. It says no vehicles can park overnight. That are longer than 22 feet long or seven feet tall. <laughs> That's genius. She is the bomb. She's a genius. Guess what happened? All of them gone. We just, the problem is, is the tenters were having, there's, there's no legislation that you can have without affecting the private citizens on that kind of legislation. But yeah, she, she got rid of, our city is completely gone of these, of these, uh, I actually, these it's, RVs. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up. I actually want to talk about that since you're in here. I know we kind of touched on it the other day, but there is a report out, and this was last week. Let me here it is right here. I got it. This was out of the Epic Times. What was fascinating about this was that they're spending sixty thousand dollars a year. The city of San Francisco is spending sixty thousand dollars a year per homeless tent. Sixty grand a year. How do you? How do you spend sixty grand a year per homeless tent? How do you do that in in California under California? You've never stayed logic, in a Gucci tent. I can't say that I've ever seen a Gucci tent. No, you you know you got to have the guy that goes out and buys the tent. So you have to pay his salary, right? The only thing and you I know you have think, to have the person that gets the tent. No, no, it's a, it's a series of unfortunate events of legislation, and that's where the money goes. Most of it is just people getting paid to go to go do something. It's Nothing like extra. A union really job, stuff. basically. Yes. Yeah, but this is like this is something else. I mean, I, I'm wondering because you remember San Francisco is doing like this. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, like those those sanctioned uh, encampments. This uh, is, is it like safe? Mm-hmm. safe That's whatever? what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. So is it that because they're including yes. like water services? They're bringing in food yes. services, electricity yes. and everything. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. You know. Bruce and I Including were talking. the guy to go check on him, the guy to check on the guy to check on him, the guy yeah. to check on the guy to check uh-huh. on the guy to check on him. All city and employees. that guy that checks on that guy's. These are also nine different people to check on that one guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Bruce and I were kind of talking about this offline. We were talking about this in relation to social credit. He says, this is the new, your lowest score in society. You have the lowest score in society. Mm-hmm. This is where you go. Yes. You don't get the housing because yes. you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy, which you could tie that mm-hmm. in. The housing thing, we were talking about that. The reason real estate prices are skyrocketing is because the hedge funds are going in and they're buying up the property with the real estate companies. They're pricing the younger generations out of the market. They don't want you to own anything. So they will own it. They will lease it back to you. So you'll you'll mm-hmm. be a nation of renters. You will forever rent. You won't own it. There's the reason you're That's housing. Socialism. Exactly. But they're keeping interest rates, though, at, at historic lows again. And they're expanding the balance, mm-hmm. uh, the balance sheets at the Fed, so it allows the hedge funds and who are bu- who are broke, by the way, they should have gone bust in 08. They shouldn't even be there. But it allows them to go in and buy up the entire marketplace. And guess what? Ten years of that, you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy about it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't. 
conform to the social credit system like you're talking about, this is where you end up. You end up in one of those tents that the city pays $60,000 a year for because you're at the bottom of society if you don't conform to it. But your medical is taken care of. Unless hmm. you don't have a medical it system. It wouldn't be. No, you, you wouldn't have access to any of that stuff. Your score's not high enough. Oh, yeah. No, no, I didn't say you get the best medical treatment, but you have access to medical treatment. Um, you get to see an assistant, maybe. assistant's nurse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can see yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 They'll prescribe you the, a, the one a, an train. aspirin. Yeah. They'll prescribe you an aspirin, yeah. and then you can go on about your way. If you're prescribe lucky. you a medication? Yeah. yeah, if you're lucky. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco, since we're talking about San Francisco and we were talking about the crime that's down there, especially when it relates to consumer goods, Target stores in San Francisco to reduce hours due to constant looting of their stores. Target stores are getting looted like crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in it's the almost Bay, like it, you, you named your store that. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> right. <laughs> Target. You named your store Target. Uh, stores and properties, including Target, are announcing they're cutting store hours to reduce their losses. This is out of ABC7 in the Bay Area. Target stores will no- uh, normally stay open until about 10 p.m. in most cities around the country. But stores in San Francisco will now be closing at 6. At 6. Mm-hmm. Okay. The company confirmed that for more than a month, their stores have experienced an alarming rise in theft and security incidents, similar to reports from other retail or other retail stores in the area. A Target spokesman said the following in a statement. For more than a month, we've been experiencing a significant and alarming rise in theft and security incidents at our San Francisco stores. Well, gee, I wonder why. Could it be the... Uh, uh, the uh, the district attorney out there who says that we need to uh, decriminalize all crime, that we need to end cash bail. Quite frankly, he's the son of two cop killers. His parents were members of the Weather Underground, Bowden or Bowden, whatever his name is out there. The district attorney of San Francisco. Soros oh, backed. Man. Yeah, Soros. Ba- oh, yeah. Real, real stellar individual. You should read his uh, his inaugural statement was great. Target is engaging local law enforcement, elected officials, and community partners to address our concerns. Uh, well, does that include the slogan of defund the police? Engaging local law enforcement. Okay. Elected officials. Have you gone down to the district attorney's office? Have you done that? Because I'm not sure he's going to be on board with uh, with your concerns there. As a matter of fact, he's the one on the other end that's making sure that you're having these problems because the conviction rate isn't there, because his office is dismissing charges that get filed. With the safety of our guests, team members, and communities as our top priority, well, apparently not, we've temporarily reduced our operating hours in San Francisco stores. That's like saying, uh, we're going to treat a gunshot wound with a Band-Aid. We're not going to remove the bullet. You're not actually fixing the problem. You're treating, uh, I don't know, cancer with, with Tylenol. It's just not feasible. Two and two doesn't equal four. This doesn't work in the real world. No, people will just get tired of stealing and they'll just stop naturally. Right. Like legalizing drugs. Right. It's like saying, well, if you get rid of all the police officers, well, then crime will stop, right? I'm, oh, my God. You you're, you hit the nail on, on the head. Exactly. Okay. I, <laughs> I can't. Okay, Johnny, I, I'm trying to go off I and I just trying. can't even keep it serious. I know, I know you're, trying. you're trying. I know you're trying. And, and I know... By that people, response, yeah, there's just, by that response, I know you've been spending an exorbitant amount of time on Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's uh, Instagram and Twitter feed. When she said that she'd never seen a garbage disposal before, she didn't know what it was for, and she explained how it worked, I was done. But then when she said they were coming after her at January 6th, I got interested again. I said, hey, maybe there's something going on with this chick, you know? That they're coming after her. That sounds pretty horrible. I mean, 
Give it granted that, you know, I think it's a horrible thing that anybody would go after a politician like this, pitchforks and torches, whatever, that, you know, we have other ways of doing things. But mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, this will be interesting. Then I find out she's two blocks away. And so I just stopped again. Uh-huh. Eight. Eight blocks away? Eight. Eight blocks away. OK, well, I, the way it looks. Well, the blocks are OK. I don't know your definition of block. Well, about the time she was telling everybody not to eat red there. meat. She was gorging on a big fat burger and someone was filming. OK. Her have you not heard the expression, do as I say, not as I do? Yeah. Or she's she's make-believing that she's out there down with the poor, but she's on the cover of Vanity Magazine in a $15,000 outfit and $2,000 shoes. Okay. You have to look good to help people understand the, the value of poverty. Lori Lightfoot takes the same stance. Now, Lori, I do follow. I do follow Lori because she gets a bat. Hmm. I don't know how to put it to you guys. GP, she I'm trying got to go put over, in a position. I'm trying to go over crime statistics, and, and you're you're killing me. You're crimping my style here. I'm okay. trying to go over real okay. crime. You statistics. know, what? go over crime statistics. Go, go, go. Okay. No, no, I'm not joking about Lori. I'm not joking about Lori. She's in a bad situation. They literally put someone that's not qualified to do this as a person to do her job. Fair. That's that's fair. And Won't it's not. It's you. not. It's not. Yeah. And it's and she does have a good heart, as in wanting to make change. But she's in a she's in over her head. It's like saying Bill de Blasio is a successful failure. Yes. Yeah. Walgreens. I talked about Walgreens in San Francisco, in the Bay Area. Uh, They also announced they're going to be closing some of their stores. Reportedly, the ongoing thefts have been dubbed, listen to this, organized retail theft. You don't say. You don't say. You mean they all work in a circle? They're, They're all an organized crime group? Really? Never would have guessed that. What genius thought this one up? But it appears to be more like looting. Since several people invade a store at once, grab as much merchandise as possible before fleeing. Like uh, what happened in Lehman Marcus the other day in San Francisco? One of their stores? Yeah, just looting. Now, according to Walgreens, theft in their San Francisco stores is four times more than the average in their stores across the country. As I said, I saw a guy the other day, video, uh, Bruce, you and I watched a, a video of a guy in there the other day. Just loading up cosmetic stuff, just throwing it all in a bag and just going right out the front door with it. The company also stated they spend, yeah, the company also stated they spend 35 times more on hiring security personnel for its stores in San Francisco. In the past five years, Walgreens has closed 17 stores in the Bay Area. You know, corporations care about two things. They care about market share and their bottom line. That's not helping either one of those things. So the Public Policy Institute of California's research shows that San Francisco has the lowest arrest rate of any police department in California. That's because if the police officer arrests somebody, then the DA is going to have the charges thrown out if the officer is not reprimanded for violating the constitutional rights of a scumbag. OK, if he violates the rights, the constitutional rights of a scumbag, I agree. That's wrong. I agree. Yeah, constitutional right. I agree. But in in this case, you're not violating the constitutional rights of a scumbag. But if he arrests if he arrests a scumbag, yeah, if you're upholding the law and you get reprimanded for upholding the law, that's my point. That's wrong. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's exactly but it's not my constitutional point. Constitutional rights of a scumbag. Exactly. That is exactly my point. Thank you for clearing that up for me. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's a technicality. It's just yes, yeah, a technicality. Yeah. So <laughs> reportedly in 1994, voters passed something called a Proposition D, which watch you have so many propositions out there in California. I've lost track of them. How the hell am I supposed to remember something from 94, which mandated that there be 1,971 full duty officers. However, because they say this isn't a staffing problem. However. San Francisco has never reached that goal. You've never reached the goal of 1,971 full duty officers since 1994. Really? 
In 2020, amid calls to defund the police, the Board of Supervisors changed the police department's budget. Oh, yeah, because that's worked out so well. Again, defund the police. Yeah, that's going to get rid of crime, right? Uh huh. How's that working out for you? Now, Mayor London Breed, who is this woman? Where do they find these people? Is proposing an increase to the police department's budget and has urged supervisors to support the move. Oh, wait a minute. I thought you were defunding the police. Now, now you've realized that, oh, no, we can't do that because crime's out of control. Wait, wait a minute. Now you're backpedaling on all of that? In three more years, it'll it'll be reversed, because especially if, if a Republican wins. This is why I hate political parties. Yep. I think they should be abolished. 100% abolished. Yep. Because now they're going to start raising up the crime. They're going to look at all this crime he's causing. Well, that was the same crime as four years ago. No, it's not. Here are the statistics. Ugh, you're a racist. Wait, what? I know that's the argument because of that reason right there. It shuts down the argument. That's why they use it. Is mm-hmm. that right there? Uh, well, I finish it off with prove it. Prove it. Well, they just what have say, I done? They just say, well, you are. And then they just move on. I say you were born is what they say. <laughs> you can't help it. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, right. you're, you're white. You have a virus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mayor London Breed in San Francisco quoted the following or said the following. We need to make sure that when these crimes occur, that there's an accountability component. Talk to the D.A. Talk to the DA's office, call the DA's office, arrange. I'm betting if she's the mayor of San Francisco, I'm betting that she can make a meeting between her and the DA's office. I'm betting that she can make that happen. I'm just guessing here, but I'm betting if anybody in that city can do it, she can. When police make an arrest, which they have, which you saw on the news with the guy on the bike, an arrest had been made. Will they be held accountable for what they did? Are you talking about the criminal? Are you talking about the officer? Or have you confused the two? up to this point, because I think they have. You know, I saw a guy walking down Lombard the other day. It, well, it's been more than the other day, but I think I told you about this before. I saw a video of somebody was just filming it, right, with their phone. And this this bum was walking down the street, walking down Lombard, and he had like a fence post, you know, like one of those chain link fence posts, just over his shoulder. And he was just walking down, just swinging, breaking out car windows and looking inside. Just one right after the other. Nothing's done. Because each time he does that, it's another piece of property and the value is not over $950. So there's nothing they can do. Yes, Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. That's that's absolutely unbelievable. They go into these stores and rob them every day. I know. I know. Every day, sometimes multiple times a day. There's a thing that I want to talk to off air, maybe or on air, but or you can use this as a uh, feeder, whatever. A grocer friend of mine Uh lives lives down away from me. He says there's shortages. In everything. He buys 2,000 cases of beer in one of his little stores uh-huh. in my area. And he goes, yeah, I just ordered 2,000 for this this one store. And he goes, my allotment for the city area is only 400. Okay, so here's beer. my question. My first question. Red. Okay, my first question. Dairy. Yeah, my, my first question is this. Is it a supply chain issue or is it a theft issue? Which one is it? Uh, it's a the production issue. Okay, so it's a supply chain problem. He actually he, he places mm-hmm. the order, but he can't get it. So there's the there's the supply yeah, chain break. They don't exist. He tried to get plastic bags, plastic bags, just plastic bags for ice. He's got his own yeah. ice company. We too. we know that and, shortages uh, are coming. We we know that shortages are coming because it takes a while to break the supply chain, and that's what they're in the process of doing now with all the closures. It's, it's, and it's, he's 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 bitching. He's he's, uh, he's I know. broken. I know he's complaining and he's not a guy to complain. He's he's he come from another country and the, where he came from. And I don't want to get into his background, but it's hard, like hard. And he came in, you know, lost family members in, in combat, blah, blah, blah. Came here to this country with nothing out of dime. It's a multimillionaire. Yeah. Learn language, everything. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's the story. The, that's the story. Great. Of he's a phenomenal person. 
But yeah. That's, no, no, that's he, uh, but yeah, he's, he's complaining. He's complaining about shortages, and he's he's and I think he's having flashbacks because he just the the look on his face and stuff. You know, it's, people it's don't terrible. people don't grasp. Yeah, and, and I get what you're saying. And people don't grasp the reality of what's actually happening here. The other thing that we're looking at is we're looking at truck drivers who won't go into these cities anymore. They won't deliver into these cities. Yes, that's the other problem that's you're running true. into. So I don't it, live in it, one of those it, cities. I don't live in one of those cities. Yeah, I'm not I'm not blaming the truck drivers, but they go in, they get they get their stuff jacked, they get threatened. You got um you got protesters, mostly peaceful protesters, that are blocking freeways, that are blocking cities. So mm-hmm. how how does that benefit anybody? See, people don't understand. And and I'm gonna take a line here from uh, from Elon Musk a couple of years ago on Joe Rogan's podcast. He says, uh, let me just break it down for all the fools out there. If you don't make the stuff, then there's no stuff. If you don't grow the food, you don't make the food, there is no food. It's that simple. It goes along with exactly what you're talking about here. They don't understand the supply chain. The supply chain's gonna break, but it's gonna cause an uh, I don't wanna say it's a uh, an artificial scarcity because it's a real scarcity, but they're gonna play this agenda out. The politicians and and the power structure, they're going to play this agenda out because once you have the shortages in the system, then you create more dependency. And once you have more dependency, you are becoming more dependent on the government. Then you have then you have compliance. So uh, this is one of the things that uh, that Henry Kissinger talked about. And this is one of the things that Klaus Schwab's also talked about. Klaus Schwab was a um, well, he was a great admirer of Professor Kissinger. So much so, as a matter of fact, uh, I've got him saying that. Let's just listen to hear what he had to say about Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger said, you control oil, you control nations, you control food, you control people. Well, Klaus Schwab is at the top of the food chain these days when it comes to politics and controlling these corporations because they're following his agenda, at least some of them are. But let's listen to hear what he had to say about Henry Kissinger. I have met practically every leader in the last 40 years. And uh, there were only three or four leaders who really made a lasting impression on me and um, to a certain extent changed my thinking. Um, and one of those one of those was Mandela, one, another one was my teacher at Harvard 50 years ago, Professor Henry Kissinger. Let's put it all together. Let's take this from the arch-globalist himself, Mr. New World Order, Henry Kissinger, mm-hmm. who wrote as I'm sure you've seen by now, an op-ed recently. The coronavirus pandemic will forever alter the world order. Nations cohere and flourish on the belief that their institutions can foresee calamity, arrest its impact, and restore stability. When the COVID-19 pandemic is over, many countries' institutions will be perceived as having failed. Whether this judgment is objectively fair is irrelevant. The reality is the world will never be the same after the coronavirus. To argue now about the past only makes it harder to do what has to be done. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. Um, The the, uh, cut which we have now um, is much too strong uh, in order not to leave traces. There's a need for a new world order. But it has different characteristics in different parts of the, of the world that we have to bring about together with other countries a different consciousness of what a world order is. That yes, we are living in a period of tremendous turmoil now. But I think that at the end of this administration, with all its turmoil, 
and at the beginning of the next we might actually witness the creation uh, of a new uh, order because people looking in the abyss now is the historical moment the time not only to fight severe virus but to shape the system for the need for the post-corona era we need a great reset breaking of the supply chain is part of everything of what you just heard mm -hmm. that's why i say we're already broken we're already beyond the point of no return like he said also a new world order is coming it's already here it's already in pro it's already in production well no it's just whether you accept I, it or not no whether you, I, and that's it no you're placating like these people have already won. I th I think that they've only just begun. They're at the end. Now, rather that's, that means that they're going to uh, continue on. But see, here's the thing. They're trying to set it up at this moment. They're that's why I say they haven't won. They're trying to set it up right now so they can't lose. They're trying to cut everybody else out. That's a very big mistake when you do that. China's on mm. the verge of collapse. The West is on the verge of collapse. And when I say collapse... This should have gone bust in 08. All of this should not even be happening. We shouldn't be here. We should not be at this juncture, but we are. We're here because we did bailouts in 2008 and 2009. That should not have happened. That system can no longer continue. They're at the end. They can't keep that Ponzi scheme going anymore. Everything's going to collapse. All of it's going to implode and they're going to go down with it. So they have to re-engineer everything now and they have to keep everybody distracted with COVID in order for them to do that. Because if they can get everybody else to stand down, they're succeeding with a minority that thinks that they're the majority, but they're not. They're not. And the reason I'm saying that they're not the majority is because the numbers have stalled and they're a lot lower than what they expected. That's the problem. They don't have the people in the system that they need in order to enforce this and carry it out. That's the problem that they have. Bruce, you said they've only got about, what, 30 percent of the corporations on board with the ESGs and that's it? Yeah, it's it's about 30. I would say one third. Is one third. Well, that's not enough. It, 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 that's not enough. You know the Nazi. Okay, I, I know we always everybody always uses the Nazi Party as an example. Started with one guy. It started with one guy, but it wasn't Hitler. It came. No, it's, it's just, it came to that. But it starts with one guy. Starts with one small group, and that small group was once they become more power, it becomes like you know it's just a steamroller, just just crushes but everything. And you bad. have to. I agree, but you have to think about it in terms of. What happened during World War II? We went into it with the the average public. We went into it with a sense of, oh, this this crazy guy uh, is running around killing uh, killing all kinds of people, uh, and he's advancing we didn't know about on the until later. We didn't correct. Just like they're hiding all the stuff now with the COVID deaths, they're hiding all that data. We won't know that ugly truth until advances are made in certain fronts, and that's not happening yet. But we went into the Second World War. It's almost like a business venture, didn't we? The reason I say that is because Hitler would not have been possible to that level if he didn't receive funding from somewhere. And Germans didn't have the money. Oh, but you don't want to talk about the oil companies that sent tons of money over there? Or the auto we industry? Or yes. the pharma companies? Or the manufacturing companies? Yep. Or finance capital in Wall Street? Namely, yep. Prescott Bush, George Bush's grandfather. <laughs> Just saying. You start looking at Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler by Anthony Sutton. That's a pretty telltale sign. It's a good book. A lot of correlations. Same thing here. We're dealing with corporations that are at the end. They got too big too fast. And, uh, and, and they're at the end of the road. They've, they've gone full totalitarian now. They've tipped their hand. Their mask is off. Same thing with the governments. The governments are in bed with China. 
That's a no-no. That's a modern-day Nazi regime. It's bad for business. But in order for their no, guilt, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think China is a Nazi regime. I, I don't. I, I seriously don't. I don't. I don't think it's a regime in that in that thing. I just think they have a lot of. I mean, because if you look at each city, I mean, you got to go to these places. But but I'm looking each at one comparisons. Seems to be relatively autonomous. Relatively autonomous. It isn't a regime with absolute power at the top because there wouldn't be a Hong Kong. There wouldn't be a Taiwan if they had absolute power. Uh, well, they're actually not supposed to go into Hong Wait. Kong until 2050, and Taiwan's an independent nation. Are you, are you being facetious? Are? Who recognizes being... Taiwan as a nation? Taiwan Who recognizes Taiwan as a nation? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ta no, the West does not. Yes, it's we Taiwan. do. We do? Really? Yes, we do. When was the as last time fact, we voted on we, as we, a matter we, of fact, we went and recognized them as a nation? We just sent an envoy over there a few months ago. Okay. Okay. As, oh, just as a matter of fact, yeah, over to Taiwan. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Trump declassified this as he was leaving office. I uh, might have been the day before he left. We actually have a treaty between the United States, Australia, and Japan for the next thirty years to ensure that Taiwan remains an independent sovereign nation. We're to protect our assets in that sphere of power, if you will. I believe why, we're the exact. Why aren't they? Why aren't they a recognized nation like everywhere else? Like anywhere else. Well, the only reason that is, is because uh, the United Nations doesn't recognize them. And you know something? I'll go out and I'll say this. I don't recognize the United Nations. I think they're a, they're, they're a sham. They're a kangaroo organization. They're a joke. They're, they're a disgrace. They, they are. They're, Please they're a do not degrade kangaroos. <laughs> yes, it's an insult point. to kangaroos. That's true. That is true. I'll, I'll give you that one. You All know, right, we're we are passing laws right now to hurt, to to criminalize people that use those kind of expressions because true. animals may or may not know that their feelings are being hurt. That's true, GP. Yeah, that is true. I'll, I'll be more careful <laughs> next time. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have to get and you over on that. Yeah, we'll have to get you over. Once you get deprogrammed, when you get to uh, to Florida, then uh, you'll have a whole new outlook on life, I assure uh, you. I am so looking to Florida. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing the time I spent there. Amazing. And great people down there, it's too. It's The great people. Just fantastic, friendly, uh, just helpful, kind. Except when they get behind the wheel. Yes. The second the Florida Florida gets behind the wheel, they lose the, the damn minds. Yeah. Okay. You know what the speed limit is? It's like 70. Do you how, know how people drive? How, 90. Fast they, yeah. However fast 90 they put the foot down. Is, yeah. Yes. It is insane. I was like going like 80 and I was like, a highway patrol blowing by me. <laughs> the sheriffs. I got you know, one for you. They're blowing past me. I got and they look back you. at me like, dude. You're going too slow. <laughs> yeah, I got one for you. You ready for this? <laughs> Buddy of mine was driving a Lamborghini. Uh, he was testing a Lamborghini down in Italy. He was he was doing it for um, uh, for for something uh, in his in his line of work. He was testing a Lamborghini and he got pulled over by the Italian police on the uh, on the expressway down there. Do you know why? Because <laughs> he was going too slow. He wasn't going. They're like, this is a Lamborghini. What are you doing? You need to go faster than this. <laughs> What's wrong with you? By the way, when you're in Florence, go to Gusta Pizza. It's great. And yes, by the way, that is a plug. If you are in Florence, please. And we'd like to thank Stop our by sponsor, guys, Gusta Pizza. <laughs> yeah, Gusta Pizza. <laughs> they were the bomb. Great people treat you like family. Awesome. Gusta Pizza. We'll keep that in mind, GP. All right. Can't, can't uh, wait to get back. We are going to have to uh, go. It was great to have you back on. Uh, we didn't really have a whole lot uh, lined up today. We did have a few things, but I'm glad that the uh, conversation just kept on going the way it did. Uh, we did run over a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, it's not very often we get you back. And we picked up a lot of new listeners since your hiatus and all of your uh -huh. ventures and all of your travels. Uh -huh. And I'm sure that they're thrilled 
to hear not just Bruce and I on here. You know, we always get the uh, the comments. I, at least I always get them back personally. They say, oh, it's just you and Bruce again. Uh, yeah. Well, right, when's GP coming back? When's when's Marty coming on? on? When can you when can you get them both on there? That's really fun. Oh, man. I like, I like getting with it, getting, getting Marty and I getting into it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to have to go. But thanks for being here today. Been a great conversation. You have to come back again soon, GP. I will. All right. Uh, For those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there and get signed up to us. We put out all of our podcasts we do here every day, and we also put out an exclusive podcast once a week just for our Telegram subscribers. Maybe we'll get GP on Uncensored this week. That'd be be really nice. That'd be a treat for all the uh, Telegram subscribers. Or I can swear and use foul language, like stuff like and not offend anyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we do have the new email address up. Like I said, I will give you two access to it. I just uh, did it earlier this afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. It is dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Again, that is dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Drop us a line in there. We would love to hear from you. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. So we know that some of you have done that. And we appreciate that very much. And we hope that you continue to keep on passing us along. It's because of you that our numbers do grow. And we really appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today, gentlemen. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. Chicken nuggets.